If you are enjoying the Soberoso podcast, we ask you to please hit that subscribe button or follow wherever you're listening. Hello, beautiful peeps. <laughs> and welcome back to the Soberoso podcast. My name is Dora and I am your grateful host of this show. If this is your first time joining us, we welcome you with open arms. And if you're a repeat listener, thank you for your continued love and support. We are glad you are here. Today we are going to be enjoying a guided meditation led by our sober sister, Dawn. But before we get into that, I would just like to tell you a few things. <laughs> For those of you who have been joining us in our guided meditations and 11-step meeting on Zoom, we are currently taking a summer break. We have been putting that meeting on for over a year and it is time for a little break. However, you can replace that or check back into the Soberoso podcast where we have several of these guided meditations led by Dawn. You can listen to them at your leisure and anytime and anywhere you like. If this is your first time joining this guided meditation here, we ask that you get comfortable in your own home. Take this time for yourself to really enjoy. It's a short meditation, only about 15 minutes long, so get comfortable. I like laying down in my bed, turning off all my noise distractions, lighting a candle or some incense, and really getting into it. When this meditation is done, we will finish with the nine-step promises and the meeting and the show will abruptly end. So we invite you to stay in your meditative state for as long as you like. Some of our listeners enjoy listening to these episodes as a way to ease themselves into sleep for the night or to just get grounded when things seem to be a little bit chaotic. Regardless of how you use this episode or this meditation, we are glad that you are here and pleased to be able to be bringing this episode to you today. So sit back, relax, and let go of all that weighs you down. Maybe taking one more of those deep exhales, getting all the stale air out, and inhaling in nice and big and deep. Exhale to sigh and let it go. Whatever you're hanging on to. Maybe feeling the cascade down out through your feet and into the earth. successful boundary, but knowing that 
setting boundaries is an art. It takes practice, it takes effort, it takes courage, and it takes willingness. Setting boundaries doesn't mean that we cut people out of our lives necessarily. There are some people that we can't cut out of our lives, but we still have difficult elements of relationships with them. So what are we to do? In recovery, as we change, usually our relationships will change too. Sometimes relationships change for the better, and sometimes relationships change for the worse. But knowing that we don't have to accept unacceptable behavior from others. But it's important for us to really thoroughly examine where we're coming from, and where others might be coming from. After all, it is a spiritual axiom that if I'm disturbed, the problem is to do with me. So I need to calm and quiet that disturbance. But I also need to be able to be in a non-reactive place to set boundaries effectively. Propensity is often to believe that it's others who need to change. So, what if I've done my part? What if I've changed my behaviors and somebody else and their behaviors are still impacting me? assert ourselves, we may not know how to have healthy dialogue and arrive at productive solutions. This is why it's important to have sponsors and other recovery friends that we trust we can run these situations by to make sure we're seeing things accurately and to ensure that we can come up with a plan to address the situation without responding out of reaction, blowing up, or without shrinking away. Because either way, we're going to walk away hurt and with resentment. So we need to find that middle ground, those set of healthy tools that help us effectively deal with situations that are just not acceptable to us. Boundaries are a healthy tool. We can set boundaries 
with love. Because, after all, love and tolerance is our code. We can understand that no is a complete sentence. And we don't need to justify or explain why we're saying no. And when we do that, we can also let others have their feelings. When we change the system in this way, they may double down or even try new tactics to get what they want. We can let them go through their process and burn out their efforts by remaining firm and continuing to stand for ourselves. But what is it to set a boundary with love? Well, to have love for ourselves first is to set a boundary. But to have love for others as well is coming from true love and tolerance. So we can stand for ourselves without standing against the other person. language, our tone of voice, our energy, when we set the boundary, we may tell the person that we respect where they're coming from, that we respect that they might have different needs than you have, we may be sure that we don't get defensive and get our back up just because they are stay calm and cool. We can stay firm and stand next to ourselves with love by setting the same boundary more than once. This may give other people a real sense that we mean what we say and that no really does mean no. Sometimes when we approach somebody respectfully with kindness and gentle energy and have an honest conversation, their demeanor towards us changes. Sometimes it changes for the better. So setting boundaries can be a scary and hard tactic that we need to learn, especially when we fear that somebody might get angry with us. But it's okay to have our own dignity to stand in our own strength and it's okay to allow others to have their own process we need not tolerate abuse but we can allow others their feelings and in the process 
show this very strong act of loving kindness to ourselves. If we're painstaking about this phase of our development, we'll be amazed before we're halfway through. We're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They're being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but they will always materialize if we work for them.